Welcome to OK First of All, the podcast with your hosts, Kyla Trainer and Samantha Martin. We're yoga teachers and entrepreneurs doing our best to live with purpose and passion. Each episode, we'll explore how we use mindfulness and spirituality to tackle life's biggest issues. We'll share nuggets of wisdom and work our shit out. So get cozy because it's about to get real. Hey, Samantha. Hi. How's your day going? It's going good. No complaints. Good, good. Nothing bad so far. We're both taught yoga today. Yep. All stretched out, dehydrated. Yeah. I went to the grocery store, got a shit ton of vegetables and mm-hmm. like salmon and ground yes. turkeys, all I am, the things. I am on that too. I actually wrote down a diet plan for myself, Aww. which I've never done before, where I looked at all of the complex carbs that are out there and I wrote down the ones that I like and then I wrote down all the proteins that I like and all the healthy fats that I like and I there's a thing out there called genie g-i-n-i I guess it's called genie but it takes your dna if you've have you ever done no 23 and me or anything no Charlie okay. wants to keep us off the grid <laughs> <laughs> of course he does. He's yeah. so yeah. sketchy. <laughs> Charlie is a nut about security. <laughs> anyway, um, they take your DNA and your genetic markers and you can upload it to Genie, and the app, and you can see how you should eat, like what your behavior oh, should be based on your so risk. Cool. So if you're at risk for like... Um, like for me, I'm at risk for celiac disease, actually. Yeah. How crazy. I know. They were like, you should be, rec- you should go get tested for, um, like a gluten allergy or whatever. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and I'm like, that's so weird. Do you I, eat a lot of gluten? I don't know. I don't, I never really thought yeah. about it, but I think sometimes I go through cycles of it. Yeah. Um, I go through like low carb cycles and yeah. high carb cycles. I stopped eating gluten, um, in like 20... 20- 14 2015 around then really and I felt amazing Mm. and then I like slowly worked it back into my diet um I eat like mainly gluten-free but I I also like hate saying that because I hate when people are like I'm mostly a vegetarian yeah I'm like so you're not a vegetarian so I'm not (laughs) gluten-free I'm gluten conscious you just don't want to be put in a box yeah that's so true (laughs) don't don't put me in a box yeah so anyway it's basically saying like um, for me, I should take, I should have more protein than the average person. So I adjusted my grams for that. So I have like my daily grams for each category and my list for each category. And I'm just picking and choosing my meals from that. That sounds awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to see Yeah, how I'll long are you going to do you. it. I hope for a long time. Like, I mean, like, okay, yeah, that was a bad question. Um, <laughs> like, like, I'm hoping to, like, change my lifestyle because I'm really trying to get off of sugar. Mm. I'm on day two of no coffee. And yeah. so I'm feeling, I know you don't drink coffee because no, you're insane, but, uh, I think yeah. most people drink it. I um, like admire people that can drink caffeine. Like I can't, my body goes crazy on that's caffeine. The thing. I just noticed like when I started eating clean and I'm also doing some intermittent fasting as well. So I'm doing all these things. But, um, if I drink coffee on an empty stomach, I get so like anxious and paranoid and mm. like jittery and weird and I almost, like, I couldn't even work the other day because I was, like, feeling so incredibly, like, anxious. Yeah. So I had to, like, go outside and, like... <laughs> Run like, or something? Yeah. I, I went on a walk. I walked the dogs. I played with the dogs. I had to, like, get all this energy <laughs> out because it was, like, attacking my nervous system. So today's day two without coffee, and I'm doing okay. Um, but, yeah. So Have you had any headaches? Mm-mm. 
Because my mom tried to cut out coffee, like, she, I think she's gotten down to, like, one cup a morning, but there were, like, I remember when I was, like, in high school, she would drink multiple cups of coffee a day, Mm -hmm. and if she didn't have coffee, she'd get migraines, Mm -hmm. because she was having, like, caffeine withdrawals. Mm -hmm. Well, for me, I don't necessarily, like, I don't know, there's been some days where I've just totally forgotten that I didn't drink my morning coffee, and then I'm like, oh, I need to drink that, or I need to do that, and I think I'm just so trained on, on having the physical experience of brewing the coffee and drinking it and like that's how yeah. I start that it's more of a it's morning more about ritual that. yeah that's fun so that's I actually have been doing t- um like a lemon ginger tea in place of it which has been nice is it the Trader Joe's one no mm. I don't remember the brand but we have the Trader Joe's one it's so good yeah especially when you have a sore throat oh mm. it's the best yeah that's nice anyway let's, let's get in, let's spill the tea <laughs> let's <laughs> So why don't you tell everyone what we're talking about today? I'm so excited, partly because we've been, like, this whole year, we've been, like, cleansing things and discussing, like, things that make us happier and just, you know, general life improvement type situations, and this topic came to me a couple days ago, and I just could not, I can't wait to talk about it. Yeah, she sent me a text freaking out. She was like, this is our next topic. Yeah. I was like, all right. For sure. And our topic today is the power of being yourself. Yes. Yes. Woo! <laughs> Let's do it. And we're not talking like, we're talking like actually yourself. Like, yeah. who are you? What do you want to do? And do you do it? Ooh. Like, who are you? What do you, you want to do? What do you want to do? And do you do and it? And do you do it? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because this kind of stemmed from me going through my Instagram and, like, cleaning out people who I don't want... It's not necessarily I don't want to see what's going on with them, but it's, like, affecting me. Mm. For instance, one of the accounts that I unfollowed was Revolve, mm-hmm. the clothing company, because they always post beautiful pictures of these gorgeous skinny models that are all over the world Mm -hmm. traveling and doing all these fabulous things and right now they're doing this revolve around the world hashtag right in australia they're all in australia together yeah so i would just kept seeing it on my feed not even from revolve i was seeing like the other models posted too so i unfollowed revolve and then i unfollowed some of the are they models i don't even know who knows i don't know probably It just, I didn't like the way it made me feel. It made me feel like what I'm doing here isn't significant enough. Yeah. So I didn't like that. So Mm -hmm. I unfollowed them and I've started following more accounts that make me feel better like uh, Jimmy Fallon Mm -hmm. and Ellen. Ellen's the best. If you want to have a nice feel good, like, you know, moment, (laughs) follow (laughs) Ellen. You will not regret it. Just like lighthearted stuff. Like, yeah. And then I followed Super Soul, mm-hmm. the podcast. I followed them on Instagram and then uh, Melinda Gates. So I'm trying to like incorporate more things that go with my personality because mm-hmm. like my personality is not Revolve. Yeah. So that's something. This brings me into our topic for today. Yes. The fact that I even follow accounts like Revolve and these model accounts is because I have been told that this is what people like. Mm-hmm. So, this is what you should aspire to. Exactly. Even though that doesn't fit my personality, that's not, I don't want to be, I don't want to be these people, Mm -hmm. but I'm still letting them have this like control over me to like compare my life to theirs. Yeah. Even though that's not, like, I would much rather follow like Sigmund Freud, you know, like something (laughs) 
not that than than these like model accounts, but I still follow them because I've been told that that's what's relevant. Mm-hmm. That's, that's what people like. Yes, yeah. that's what people like. That's what's cool right now. Well, if it's you want a lot be of liked, reinforcement because people are like liking all of their material yeah. and following them. I mean, they got millions and millions of followers. Yeah. And, yeah. So um, I was like. I was kind of, I wasn't like struggling with it. I was just thinking about it. I was being intentional about who I'm following on Instagram and what kind of content I'm taking in. Um, so I, so going forward, I can be more of myself. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think that that brings me to a point that I have discovered in the last year. That is the antidote for hate is curiosity. So if you like if you feel hatred in your heart for something that you don't really know a lot about, it's or, or like yourself for example, if you have a lot of hatred or I won't know, I won't even say hatred but dislike towards yourself, mm-hmm. just getting curious about a topic, maybe it's yourself or maybe it's, you know, homophobia or maybe it's, you know, Islam. Yeah, I was going to say politics. <laughs> yeah, or the other side. Yeah. yeah, the other side of politics, the yeah. side of politics that you disagree with. Exactly. Maybe Once you, you start getting curious, something. it automatically takes you out of this hatred mode and puts you into more of a learning mode. So yeah. you start to learn about it and your hate grows less and less and you might even start to enjoy um, what you're discovering. But yeah, that's a has a lot to do with this self-inquiry that we talk about. Yeah, one of my friends posted on Instagram a couple days ago, um, you got so caught up trying to be a Republican or a Democrat, you forgot to be a decent person. Mm. And I was like, yes. yes. <laughs> you got so caught up that in what you think is right that you forgot to think about humanity yeah. as a whole. And yeah. that we don't have sides. Exactly. We're all in it together. Mm-hmm. Like our planet is not going to like when, okay. When plastic takes over the planet, yeah. the planet is not going to be like, are you a Republican or a Democrat? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> when we're running out of food in 40 years, because we haven't been farming enough to keep mm. up the population growth. When the, when the ocean runs out of fish in yes, less than 40 years, they're not going to care whether you're a Republican or a Democrat. It's mm-hmm. going to be about how we can take care of each other. Mm-hmm. But anyway, going back to being yourself. Yeah. Um, so this is something I think like, you got into a little bit deeper last year than I would say I did. Because mm-hmm. last year, you, I felt like, were really into finding finding yourself. Yeah. And what that means. Mm-hmm. Whereas I've still been kind of like grazing the surface of that. Yeah. But you're a few years older than me too. Mm-hmm. So I think I'm just like, I'm just a little, just further, I'm just behind <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. on my timeline. Yeah. So yeah, I think like, I, like I'm just starting to like come into that space of where I'm like what do I actually want to do and why do I care if anyone else has an opinion about it because I don't Mm -hmm. like something that this is what I've this is like a revelation I had this week something that I actually really want to do I don't care if other people have an opinion about it right if it's something that I don't want to do but I feel like I should do or I feel like is going to get good attention or going to get a lot of likes Mm -hmm. then I care about it and Mm -hmm. I'm like so over analytical of something for instance like Instagram posts I'm Mm -hmm. using Instagram because it's just like the easiest metaphor for this right um so like if I posted on Instagram something that I just like think is great I Mm -hmm. just love it Mm -hmm. I could care less whether people like it or not because Mm -hmm. I'm like, I'm okay with it. 
But if I'm posting something, for instance, like when we travel and I take this really cool picture and then I'm editing the crap out of it, or I'm like, we've, I'm guilty of this going to like, even we were in Sedona and Mm -hmm. I was like, I want to go out on this ledge to take a picture. And you and Kami were like, no, you're going to fall and die. Yeah. But I was like, but I want the shot. (laughs) I'm super scared. Yeah. So that's something where the picture meant less because my intention behind it was to get likes. It wasn't because I wanted that picture. Right. Yeah. So I'm becoming more conscious of those things. And yeah. um, you're starting to really like see the value in believing that other people's opinion of you isn't your business mm-hmm. because when other people make an opinion about you or they observe something about you that they dislike or they do like or whatever it is, that shouldn't affect whether you do something or don't do something. You should just want to do what you want to do based on your gut. Yeah. Based on what, who you are, mm-hmm. who that higher inner guru is. And that's what yoga does for me. It's like when I get still, when I get quiet, um, you know, at the end of my practice, once I've like really worked my body and like pushed myself to its limits, I start to like go inside and like kind of chat with my inner guru and be like, you know, what are we doing? Like, are we on track? Like, what do I want out of life? And a lot of times it changes. There's a lot of changes that happen from year to year. Like I used to never want kids and now I <laughs> kind of do want kids. Like now that I'm, I've been around them, you know, and, um, I kind of just like, you just have to sit with yourself in silence and, and listen to yourself. And also your inner guide will also tell you what you shouldn't, shouldn't, should and shouldn't be doing. Like for me, it came up over and over and over and over again that I should stop drinking but I never like abided or I never really like gave into that until like it was like coming to a point where I thought I was gonna like seriously die from it (laughs) because my hangovers were getting so incredibly intense and like blacking out and things like that so um not to say like I ever had an alcohol addiction I just had an over drinking problem and I just don't I still don't you know, I've been sober for a year and a half now, and I, I don't know if I could ever just pick up one drink and stop there. Mm-hmm. So I just avoid it. Like, I'd rather just not have it a part of the equation. So anyway, I said all that to say that listening to yourself, when things start coming up over and over and over again, like if you see a book, you know, I'm sure this has happened to you. Oh, yeah. Like books come into your life and you're like, oh, I should really read that. That sounds cool. And then someone else has read it and they're like, yeah, you've got to read it. And then another person, like you see it on TV or whatever, and it just keeps coming up and up and up. That's your inner self, like being drawn to something specific that you need. Yeah. Or leading you away from something that you don't need. Yeah. So... I'd like to take this offline for a second, Um, like taking it out of the digital realm. So even on like a day-to-day basis, what does does being yourself mean? Mm -hmm. So this was like, this was what my thought process was as I was thinking about what I wanted to talk about in this episode. Every single day... How can you be more of yourself? Mm -hmm. And this is like with your, with your work, like, or yeah, with your work, with your activities, with your friends, like with your partner, with your partner. Like I just, I felt like I maybe haven't been being myself and I don't know why, Mm -hmm. 
I kind of know why, but I kind of don't. Mm-hmm. So let's just something fills let's off. just pull some layers <laughs> back here. Okay. So I have like a I don't want to say a different personality, but different people in my life view me in different ways. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I'm the same person around them, but I think that given like the the time when that person was brought into my life, maybe like for instance, instance my high school friends they saw me like grow up. Mm-hmm. My college friends saw a completely different personality coming mm-hmm. out of me in college because I was trying so hard to be something I wasn't. Yeah, like trying so hard to fit in with people I didn't fit in with. Mm -hmm. And then everyone who's met me after college has this more like serious vibe coming from me where Mm -hmm. I like deep conversations and yoga and those kinds of things. So these people have these opinions of me already. So I guess I'm like internally struggling with which one of, which one of these am I? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I totally understand that. Yeah, am am I all of them? Am I have I have I been two faced? Have I been putting on a front to these people that's not yeah. real? Like, I'm I'm like concerned. Yeah, <laughs> that I haven't been being authentic when I felt like I have. Mm-hmm. But I also hate the word authentic, and I'm really mad that I just used it in casual conversation. I love conversation. the word authentic. I think it's great. Genuine, is that better? Genuine is better. And mm-hmm. we... Do you have an aversion to it? Is there some deep-seated yes. like, issue with I'm authenticity? I'm sure I do. <laughs> well, it's my aversion to vulnerability also. And we were talking... Because bef- people use it as a yes. buzzword. And yeah, like, yeah, exactly. And yeah. it's like Brene Brown made it famous, which... Mm, Love Brene Brown. Love her. She is everything. She's mom. But when she was talking about how, like, it's cool to be vulnerable, then everyone started saying, I'm vulnerable. I'm so vulnerable. I'm being vulnerable right I now. I just want you guys to know, before yeah. I even, like, say what I'm about to say, I'm being very vulnerable yeah. right now. Like, I'm posting this picture, and I haven't shaved my legs in three weeks. I'm being so vulnerable. <laughs> and I just wanted to, like, I just want to, like, vomit. I, yeah, no, so I that's totally how I it. feel about when people say, oh, I'm being my authentic self. Like, mm-hmm. it's laughable. Yeah. Because if you were really being your authentic self, you, you don't need to say, say it. You don't have a disclaimer about it. Exactly. Well, then that's exactly the advice you should take. It's like, do I have to disclaim what I'm about to do or say in front of these people? And then that's when you know, like, you're being your authentic yeah. self, you know? Yeah, maybe. So I think you can be all those things at once. Like, because I think that there's... There's a place and a time for different personalities and different behaviors, especially like when it comes to work, your parents, your partner, your friends, you know, family members, whatever it is, like you're going to be a different person to each of them anyway. They're going to see you differently because they have their own unique experiences that they li- they have lived through. Ugh, that's just so much to think it about. It just goes on and on and on <laughs> and on. Like they have yeah. had, they've had these unique experiences every decision that they've ever made like and every experience that they've ever been confronted with has like brought them to this point you know to like then see you in this certain way which is literally that's why it's none of your business what they think of you right yeah so um that just brings me back to the point if you're questioning your authenticity if you're saying like am i standing in my own integrity do i have to disclaim what i'm about to say do I have to justify it to somebody, you know, before mm-hmm. I say it or do it? Um, and does it feel right? Mm-hmm. Like, you, I feel like you can just, especially through yoga and meditation, you can, like, calibrate your um, integrity 
factor or mm-hmm. your integrity, like whatever compass <laughs> and say, okay, like, am I sitting at like the North of this integrity compass? Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, I think like also we talk about our why all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think I want to start asking myself why for the smaller things. Mm-hmm. Like I ask myself why for the bigger goals, mm-hmm. but I don't ask myself why for the smaller goals mm-hmm. or not even goals necessarily, actions. Mm-hmm. Like for instance, mm-hmm. when I ate an entire sleeve of Girl Scout cookies two <laughs> nights ago, like why did I do that? I know. I struggle with the same <laughs> thing. Like I, I haven't been eating sugar lately, but it's because I like wrote everything down and I was like, I am not, I'm not eating a single thing that's off this list and I haven't done it. Just because I'm like that intent on it, because that's what I want. That's I your want that why. More than anything, yeah. I want to stick to it, um, because you have to want it bad enough. <laughs> you have to want it bad enough. Yeah. Oh, I wanted those girls got. I know you did. <laughs> I know you did. Also, uh, side note, we we really need to discuss the apples with the salt. Oh my gosh. We need to know if the people think apples with salt on them is an actual thing, or if. Sam is <laughs> so what she's, happened what, she's was obviously living her truth because she is like not conforming to society and she is putting salt on her apples y'all okay if you have not tried salt on your apples do it right now it's delicious <laughs> I def- I wholeheartedly will defend this to my death <laughs> and then okay so here's what happened Kyla came in and I was cutting myself an apple and then I salted them and like five seconds later she was like what did you just put on your apples and I was like salt and she goes, you just salted your apples? It's really so strange. And I should not have, like, put that judgment on you. <laughs> but. I'm okay with it. It was outside of the norm. And uh, I was like, no. And by the way, salt is also delicious on oranges, too. Yeah, then she curious. goes, don't you put them on your, don't you put salt on your oranges, too? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, no. <laughs> It's so good. But you and see how you can like easily defend that because you're like, I, I know I yeah. love that. That's the best. And I don't care what you say. Like, that's the feeling. That's my authentic self. That's the feeling. <laughs> I guess, no, that's actually a really great example because, oh, do you put salt on watermelon? I don't really eat watermelon, to be honest. But oh, I know a lot God. of people do put salt on watermelon. Okay, so that one's fine. There's a lot of salt on melons, like cantaloupe. Well, melons. apple's basically a melon. Is it? I don't know. I don't think so. I mean, same same thing. Okay, Oranges. I'll try it. I promise I'll try it. I'll try yeah. anything once or twice. Yeah, it goes yeah. on all it goes good on all apples. Okay, so let's get back to the Girl Scout cookies. Why did you eat the Girl Scout cookies? What were your feelings about that? My feelings were I wanted chocolate mm-hmm. and I was watching TV mm-hmm. and I had a whole sleeve. So, okay, I say a whole sleeve, it was three fourths because I'd had a few the night before. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm like, you know, watching Cheers on Netflix and I'm just nomming down. And then I get to like, there's like four left in the sleeve. And I was like, you okay. Get to that moment. Yeah. I was like, okay, I'm going to put them up now. I'm not going to eat the last four. I'm not going to sit here and eat a whole sleeve of Girl Scout cookies. So I, I didn't put them up. I put them on the table next to me. Yeah. And then like five minutes and in, more into the show, I was like, oh man, there's only four left. I might as well finish them. Dude, let me tell you something that is real. I, I'm not a scientist, but there is this like reward trigger in your brain when you eat something sweet it's just the same exact trigger like if you get a like on a picture it's like that dopamine that goes in your brain 
and I don't know why someone's gonna like correct me that's fine please email us if this is incorrect but basically back in the day when we were um you know first you know our ancestors 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 um sugar or anything sweet was like good to eat and it would create fat on the body so that we could use it later as fuel okay yeah okay Mm -hmm. so think about it when you're out in the wilderness or whatever and you're trying to like get nutrients the way that your body processes things is through taste so now that we have all of these artificial things that taste good we're tricking our brain and the reward system in our brain to say we need more of that oh yeah to hold on to for hard times right that's interesting yeah that's just that's what i know about it i don't know a lot but i just know that it's not necessarily our fault it's are uh the food that we choose to eat's fault really that makes sense because i don't even have a sweet tooth really i mean i crave chocolate but that's because i'm anemic Mm -hmm. but like i obviously i like salt on everything Mm -hmm. i'm much more of a salty person Mm -hmm. (laughs) in more ways than one Mm -hmm. but um (laughs) (laughs) but i do i those girl scout cookies man they were thin mints by the way Mm -hmm. like i couldn't stop. You're right. I do feel like I also feel like there might have been a tinge of reward for finishing. Yeah. A task. That, that too. Like it was like it was there's like my brain there. was like, "There's a to do list here, <laughs> and and there's only four left. Why don't you just finish boxes. it? Yeah, just finish it. Yeah, just complete the task yeah. already. I totally get that. So but yeah, there's some sort of there's a dopamine response, just like with getting you know praise or getting likes or getting whatever. Um, and there's also the, um, the need to nourish our bodies and like keep us safe. And like the sweets are going to nourish us in hard times. <laughs> I completely believe that. It makes sense though. Cause it's like bears, how mm-hmm. they like stock up for winter. Yeah. Um, okay. So let's go back to being yourself. Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice or any like tidbits for besides like standing your integrity? I guess actionable steps is what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Like I'm going to try to, I don't know. I don't I'm going to like think about what, how I'm going to be more myself. Mm-hmm. Do you have any advice? Yeah. Well, the biggest piece of advice that I can give you is like, if it's scary, like it's okay. Push through the scariness and just do it anyway. Cause in the end you're going to be better for it. It's like, you know, if you're really secretly gay and you, you know, I'm being like, I'm not saying that you are, but like, I'm just saying if you, wouldn't that be a way to come out? Okay. I'm talking about your authenticity, right? So if let's say that you are gay and you're living like you're not, and you have this like secret fear that everyone's going to hate you if you come out and uh, reveal your truth. Right. Yeah. Well, like, I have a secret fear that everyone hates me all the time, no matter what I do. So <laughs> That's like a separate issue, I think. <laughs> That's called therapy. Mm-hmm. But what I mean is, if it's scary to do or scary to say, like, just push through the scariness and the pain and, like, do it anyway. And you're going to... It's going to be tough and it's going to be hard and you might lose some friends over it. But those aren't... Those people aren't your friends anyway. Yeah. So, um, depending on what it is, you know. Yeah. Another really good tip that I have for you when you're trying to like think of who is your authentic self or genuine self or whatever word you want to use, (laughs) um, 
Think about who you are when no one's looking. And I think that that is the definition of integrity. And um, my mom used to always say that, like, who are, like, I don't know if she phrased it that way, but it's like, do do it even if no one's watching you. Like, do the right yeah. thing even though no one's watching you. Yeah. You know? I agree. So. But as far as, like, when no one's watching me, I'm usually, like, standing in the kitchen eating. <laughs> <laughs> so is that my authentic self yeah i'm probably it, honestly yes that is that's like the truest thing i've ever yes <laughs> me standing in the kitchen eating that is like 100 percent. yeah exactly but so, not you don't mean like that you mean like yeah when it's when it's something you're like torn between doing like if no one was watching yeah would you do this yes yeah, or no exactly yeah that's helpful mm-hmm. I'll think about that next time Ooh, next time Ooh. I'm gonna post a picture I'm gonna think like would I post this would I frame this in my home yeah or like you know would I put this in a photo album that I just yeah want for myself or am I just posting it so people will think I'm cooler than I am <laughs> <laughs> People who don't think you're cool, that's really on them. Like, that's that really is, sad. You, you are so right, because you know? I'm the coolest. You are. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, another thing that's terrifying about being yourself, or for me, personally, is I don't even know if I have been, like, tainted or not. Like, mm. I might, I've, I might be doing things that I think I'm being myself, but what if I'm not? What if I'm only doing them because of like external factors so this is like what do you mean by tainted like by my I guess tainted is the wrong word influenced by like my life up to this point Mm -hmm. so I guess that would still technically be being myself because I've had my unique experiences like everyone else has Mm -hmm. but I think now I'm like questioning everything Mm -hmm. that I want to do And I'm like, is this because I actually want to do it? Or do I have an ulterior motive here? Am I doing this to, am I doing X to make so-and-so happy? Mm -hmm. Because, or I'm telling myself I want to do X, but do I actually want to do X only to make so-and-so happy? Mm -hmm. So like. Well, here's a quick way to know like you can literally just Marie Kondo it and be like does this spark joy or not I might have to do that you're gonna have to with everything I'm doing your like actions yeah I mean I want to start from like ground zero Mm -hmm. and like rebuild myself Mm -hmm. to be who I actually want to be instead of who I've been like I hate the word trying, but it's like, I'm not, because I haven't been trying to be anyone. Just think of it as like, you've been test driving different ways of living life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're just, there's so many different lifestyles and ways that you can live, like different personalities you can have. I mean, there's all these things that are out there that have, have influenced you and you're like, Oh, that looks kind of cool. And there's something about that, that intrigued you. Mm-hmm. So just question like what intrigues me about this particular type of lifestyle. Mm-hmm. And is that sparking me sparking joy for me? Like, 
I just told you I wanted to be a GoPro influencer. So now I'm like, in my head, I'm like, do I really want to be a GoPro influencer? Or am I questioning? (laughs) Like, because I'm questioning it now. But I really do love my GoPro. Yeah. And I love, like, filming stuff on it. Yeah. So I'm wondering. I'm just, I'm in inquiry at the moment about every part of my life. Mm -hmm. But I love the the way you worded that. Like, I've been test driving different ways of living Mm -hmm. and I'm gonna find my own specific way yeah to do it and it's okay it's okay to also completely change your lifestyle like even if people don't get it like that's gonna that's okay that's what I mean by the if it's scary like that's okay go ahead and do it because Mm -hmm. people are gonna evolve with you yeah we're always evolving all the time I mean you can see there's so many people probably in your life and in my life that you can see they started at this and now they have like evolved and become this completely different person and you're like wow like I really admire them for you know stepping up to for lack of a better word their authentic self which is you know what they're presenting yeah and also people who I feel like I feel like I'm really good at telling people when they're not or not telling people but noticing when people aren't being their authentic self not everyone but like people I'm close to Mm -hmm. like I'm really good at noticing when something's out of character for other people Mm -hmm. and if someone was like asking for my advice on something I feel like I would be able to tell them like just do do what you want do what feels good like I say that so many times to my friends like well what do you want Mm -hmm. what do you like to do what do you what's gonna make you happy Mm -hmm. but I don't know if I've been asking myself yeah (laughs) literally just turn turn it around on you and be like what about you Samantha yeah what do you want to do what do I want to (laughs) do that's the hardest question I mean you know you think about it like we're presented with a lot of options when we're kids right I mean it's like you can be a lawyer, you can be a doctor, you can work in a fast food restaurant. That's literally like what kids mm-hmm. are presented with, you know what I mean? It's yeah. like people, that we don't have a lot of um, training on that as children. So we get, we grow up, we see all of these options and we're like, oh my God, overload, overload. And then we're kind of like sorting through it, like test driving it, right? So, um, but think- that's like frowned upon like you should know when you graduate high school what you're supposed to do yeah and you have to go to college and pick a major in what you're gonna do mm-hmm. and that's gonna be your life for the next 60 years until you retire you know mm-hmm. it's like there's all this pressure on well we're changing that landscape I mean think about it like the millennial um uh age group we are like the gig economy so we bounce around from gigs to gigs to gigs, like kind of like we do as yoga instructors. We have this gig over here and we get paid to do it. And then we have this gig over here and we get paid to do it. And our parents' generations are the ones that, you know, tried to instill in us to work the job from, you know, 18 to 60 years old and get your pension and that's how you live. But our generation is coming up with this gig economy where we can like, pick and choose how we live and work Mm -hmm. so it's just a time of transition thank goodness it's just a time of transition for that yeah Mm -hmm. I think I don't I hope I'm not alone but I really don't think I'm alone in this either of that like how old am I I'm 26 yeah I'm about to be 27 I'm 29 yeah yeah Kyla's 29 and even Charlie Charlie's 29 he's still figuring it out yeah so I think this is like our age group right now this is like the biggest question of all is who are we gonna be I think what you should probably do also is just know that you're never going to get to that answer. Like, oh, well, you know, okay. Yeah. Sorry, <laughs> sorry to burst your bubble, 
But literally, like every day, every year is going to be different. You're gonna there's gonna be different situations evolving. Like you think you're gonna live in this house forever? No. Like you're gonna move and you're gonna like experience different things and different priorities are gonna become you know more pertinent than others. Your parents are gonna get older and you might have to take care. I mean, there's all these things that are going to happen that you can't predict and you can't really prepare for. So it's not like you're ever going to get to a point where like, yes, I'm like so satisfied with myself. Like I'm done growing. That's it. (laughs) You know, like if we've learned anything the past year over our like self-help PhDs that we've gotten, it's that, you know, the moment you think you know something, like another thing comes or you know everything, another thing comes along and you're like, well, I'm back to square one. Yeah. So just like enjoy the journey. I mean, that's what it's about. It's just enjoying the journey, right? The Enneagram 3 in me does not (laughs) agree with enjoying the journey. (laughs) That's my best advice. That's all I can say is like that's – you have to be happy where you are. Yeah. Or you'll never be happy. Mm. You have to find some gratitude in where you are today or you'll never be happy. You're so right. I think – I think I heard Oprah talking about how when she turned 60, mm-hmm. that was like her moment of, that was when she actually felt like she stopped growing up. I think that's how she worded it. That might not be right. But she said like she got to 60 and she was like, okay. like I'm not a child anymore. I'm not a child anymore. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm not, that was her point where she was like, I am who I am. And I'm going to live my life how I want to live it. She said it took her till 60 to feel like she could actually just be herself, not necessarily be herself, live her life how she wanted to, because she felt like at 60 was the point where she felt complete acceptance with everything. Yeah. And then since she turned 60, she's been, Mm -hmm. I feel like she's like explode, exploded since then. Like she was big. That's her heyday. Yeah. The 60. Yeah. (laughs) So I mean, there's a lot of people that so, don't that don't kick their or reach their stride or whatever till they're later. Like Vera Wang, you know, she didn't um, design her first dress until she was forty. Oh wow! Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people like that. That really, you know, Vera that, Wang still looks so young. I know. I have no idea how old she is now. I thought she was like forty now. No. Oh my gosh! I can find out though real quick. She's so awesome. She's sixty nine. I cannot believe that. I know. So she's been designing for like 29 years. Yeah. That's crazy. I know. That gives me so much hope. You can do it. I can do anything. (laughs) That's what I'm saying. You can do anything. And like for her, her, the first 40 years of her life, like I bet you, well, she might have had it in the back of her mind that she always wanted to design dresses, but she might have not even discovered like the joy that she had from sewing until she was 40. Yeah. You know, so like you literally are just taking the t- taking each day one step at a time, taking the journey as it comes. I mean, I hate to say that you're not ever going to find it cuz you find it in the acceptance. Like yeah. that's why I feel like the meaning of life is acceptance. If you haven't listened to Meaning of Life, go back and listen to it, but <laughs> that's why I feel that the meaning of life is accepting yourself wholly. Yeah, and I not when we were talking about that, I just thought of another little nugget like who you are changes like you said people are changing and evolving so I all I need to worry about is finding myself today mm-hmm. who I am today Ooh, I love that idea. and then tomorrow I can find myself tomorrow mm-hmm. and who I'm gonna be tomorrow I think I'm so worried about finding who I'm gonna be 
Mm-hmm. I think that's what I'm hung up on, and I should just be concentrating on who I am right now. Who like, are you right now? Who am I today? Mm-hmm. And then let tomorrow, let future Samantha deal with future Samantha. Yeah, unless you know, <laughs> unless you're doing anything like illegal or right. crazy. Or yeah, not not setting yourself up for success. <laughs> <laughs> right, like I can't eat a sleeve of Girl Scout cookies every night because that's who I am that's today. That's who I am right now. <laughs> That's who I am today. I'm yeah. just eating Girl Scout cookies for the rest of the day. <laughs> you know, and you give yourself a break. Grant yourself some grace and like that's okay every now and then, you know, like live your life. Oh, I lived it. I know you did. Girl. I enjoyed every single one of those cookies. <laughs> I have no regrets. But I am, I did tell you, I am going to walk on incline after this. Yeah. So <laughs> burn it off. <laughs> to burn it all See, off. See, your future Samantha is now you, Samantha, dealing with that problem. Yes. So full circle. Yeah. There we go. I think that wraps us up. I know. That brings us to a nice little close. I feel, I'm glad we talked about this. I feel better as always. I feel uh, like I always feel better after we air it all out but Mm -hmm. um just in case you guys are having the same thoughts I am about like really finding who you are and not who your Instagram personality is or not who you're told you're supposed to be just knowing that like you're not alone Mm -hmm. and you can always email us and we're happy to talk about it with you yeah I'd love to know what everyone's kind of thinking about this topic and any tips or tricks that you guys have um implemented on finding yourself so email us at okay first of all pod at gmail.com that's okay first of all pod at gmail.com or hit us up on instagram at okay first of all pod and if you're not following our instagram yet go ahead and go for it because we post really funny memes yeah (laughs) (laughs) there are some really dank memes on there (laughs) and other than that we will see you next time bye bye